a very happy 2021 to you guys 2020 was such a shit year i'm glad it's over even if it means just changing the numbers this is shivam shrivastav your host and your dost as cheesy as that sounds i want it to be true and you're listening to the bts in india podcast no matter how bad last year was or any other previous year would have been there is a lot we ought to be thankful for a good family maybe not rich but warm a rich family maybe not warm but hey i don't need to worry about money right the fact that we can get up from bed and make plans even though we are sitting at home the realistic belief that things will get better we will get to go out like we used to in the not so distant future but honestly who thinks this way i know i don't although i wrote this from a place of honesty it's a work in progress but it's something i've been doing more of what about you do you forget things that you need to be grateful for and then there are others who push through the ungrateful unkind and unjust things in life and just shine their way through power their way through some not so great circumstances this episode is about them this episode is about those fans that represent the best of bts india army but before we begin just wanted to remind you guys to subscribe to the bts in india podcast it motivates us to do better to know you guys are following us and also helps us reach other people other armies who would want to listen to us so just press the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening this episode on especially if it's spotify youtube or apple podcasts My conversation with Haripriya happened quite by accident. I had just finished an interview with someone who was part of the Tamil Nadu army. And later in the evening, I get a text from her. Hey, there is someone who wants to talk to you and this is her story. As I read her background written in brief, I was a bit taken aback. I had two thoughts in my head at that time. One, this is a person that I definitely want to speak to and two, will I be able to do justice to this story? I had many questions that I wanted to ask but as we sat down to chat virtually our conversation begins with something that has become painfully common when we are doing remote recordings mic check so can you just say it again uh, i'm just testing the audio quality okay my name is hari priya i am 21 and i just graduated from engineering college okay great <laughs> this is fine hari priya has spent most of her life in velour has a close circle of friends whom she knows since childhood they know each other's families it's a tight knit community she likes reading a lot so much so that it takes a huge chunk of her time during the day which is why she hardly gets the time to watch movies except horror she likes giving herself some self induced torture she jokes the horror movie buff in me agrees she isn't a music geek was more of a casual listener selective but nothing like now after bts came into her life okay so i think i was in first year of college and that was kind of i mean they still weren't as big as they are right now back then yeah so at that point i think i was i mean i found engineering really hard initially so i think life was a bit stressful in general and i was like having a lot of doubts because um so when i was in 11th or 12th grade i got diagnosed with this uh, health disorder it's something which it can't be cured so it's it's just me taking constant medication every month so that um i think that has impacted my life more than anything else has 
So I think that brought with it a lot of like, you know, self-hatred or that feeling of like, oh, this is my life. And like that lack of being able to accept that, you know, this hospitals and medications and all that is going to play a big part forever almost, you know. So I think it was that state of mind. So yeah, BTS were getting like a bit popular back then. So I think I just wanted to check what the hype was all about. Like I was just like, oh, I'm hearing these guys' names a lot. So I just went and on YouTube and like watched random music videos. And I thought, yeah, you know, they're awesome performers. They're awesome dancers. But I don't think I had that much of an emotional connect with them. But then in 2017, they started their Love Yourself era. So it was an album, uh, it was an era spanning around, I think, two, two and a half years. I'm not sure exactly how long, but it had three albums in it. So Love Yourself Her, Love Yourself Tear, and Love Yourself Answer. So the inherent message of this whole era is, you know, teaching people to love themselves or just spreading that message of self-love and self-acceptance and putting yourself first. It was a difficult time for Haripriya. She had just gotten in college, was still figuring out what she liked. She also had new friends around her. There was so much that was happening. And on top of that, she had to manage this health condition. Okay, so when they first told me, I think I was 15 or 16. So I'd been having symptoms and pain and stuff for like many, many years. But we couldn't really figure out what it was. Like I went to many doctors and they couldn't really figure out what it was. Um, but then when I finally went to this one doctor and she kind of was able to figure out what it was, I remember when she was just sitting and telling me that, you know, you have this big condition and like you're going to have to be on medication every month. It's going to be painful. And the worst part is there is no cure. Like this is something you'll have to be doing indefinitely. Like we don't know what to do to cure it because we don't know why it happens to your body in the first place. So at that point, I think I was just very young initially. Like I was very, very, very immature. So I think at that point, my parents were crying and my family was crying. And I think I found something in me to like be strong at that moment. But I think um, me being strong outwardly was me kind of suppressing all the bad emotions I had about it internally because I didn't want to show that and like hurt my family all the more, you know. So I think that kind of just bottled up and bottled up and bottled up. And then when I finally went to college, I think I was in a really bad state of mind because A, like I said, the main problem I think was the fact that I hadn't had time to like cry it out or like let it out and accept it, you know. So like, especially when someone's telling you that this is something that's going to happen for a long time. It's not just a year or two or a few months. It's, it's always, this is a major change in your life. That takes a long time to accept, right? So um, I think it was a lot of, uh, feelings of like, oh, I would get sick a lot and people would constantly have to be helping me. When I went to college, my friends had to do that. So I think at a point there were feelings of like, oh, I'm, I could be a burden or I'm imposing myself on other people. I'm helpless or like just that general self-hatred. I couldn't accept my body or I started hating my body for like being this way and all of that. So I think that was the general state of being like, um, I think outwardly I was trying to be a very happy, positive person, but in, in like inside I really wasn't. What was that period like? I mean, when you look back, what do you make of it? So I think the main problem here was that I hadn't, like I hadn't realized what was going wrong. Like I knew I was stressed out or sad, but I didn't know why. So I think uh, when BTS came along and when they first started talking about self-love, I think it wasn't that I knew and they were helping me out. It was me sitting there and being like, oh, so this is why, like, this is why I'm having all these issues. So I think self-love, it's such an inherently important thing. Like everybody needs to be, you know, 
spoken to about self love because everybody has issues right like everyone loving yourself is a journey for everyone whether they're sick whether they're not like it's just something everyone struggles with for various reasons but not many people talk about self love like that's what i've realized like maybe now it's different but at that point when bts were first talking about it i looked back and i couldn't think of a single person who just sat down with me and said look whatever comes love yourself first you know that's what you need to do like respect yourself first but so when they said it it was extremely important so i think that is those two or three years in a nutshell but in the midst of all this hari priya says there were things that she was grateful for especially when it came to friends and family okay so first of all i have to say that i have an amazing family and i have amazing friends they've been extremely supportive like they wouldn't complain at all like i think my feelings were like my feelings of like i'm a burden was more from like inside of me rather than anything they did um but yeah i think my fault was that i should have been more open about the fact that i felt these things then i i know that you know maybe from their side also there would have been a lot of support but no they've been extremely supportive like if i ever needed to go to the hospital in the middle of the night they would come with me they'd like wake up and take me to the hospital and stay there till i got better so i think yeah i i there's nothing to complain i'm super grateful and i'm very very lucky family especially you know in india like i have so many friends who tell me that this is not something my parents will get because i think here you know being so all out for a musician is not that common right i mean it's always cricket or movies so uh, my parents are extremely supportive i mean they let me buy merchandise and when i go when i go to them crying or when i go to them and talk to them about like hey you know bts said this and like it it helped me so much they actually sympathize i think my parents really like them too at this point it's just not hari priya that bts inspired but also her mom who had a long held desire to work she is an excellent cook and one day she decided to do something about it so my mom she um, she told me a, a few months ago that she's made some positive changes to her life based off of some things she saw bts say at a point in time so that's another example that you know age or what you do or where you're from does not matter she's a housewife and uh, so you know she has her own insecurities i guess of like you know not being able to work and she you know she regrets a lot she said i wish i could work and she loves to cook she's an amazing cook so she re- she recently started a youtube cooking channel and i guess it's not such a big deal but um, she was listening to their 2018 un speech where rm he's talking about how you need to speak yourself and you know you know say your name speak out your identity speak out what you want and she listened to that and thought you know what i should do that like i am not kidding this is a real story and so like a month ago i was like why did you start your channel all of a sudden she's like because i saw the un speech i felt like i should do that and that moment like i knew i knew that their impact is like like anything unheard of and what type of cuisine does your mom cook Oh, she cooks everything at this point. Like because of her channel, she's like really branched out. Like until now, it was mostly just Indian, um, especially South Indian cuisine. But now she like does a lot of research to like cook other cuisines and all. We are recording around lunchtime, so that's why I'm very curious about the food, <laughs> right? <Okay>. So, <laughs> so. Okay. No, it's so, really good food. It's really good food. You're going to be super tempted just looking at the pictures. With time. BTS has given Hari Priya some clarity as well whether it be shutting out toxic people in her life or to realize that it's me not you 
when it came to a career in engineering so um i chose engineering because well i think it was a bit of a not well thought out decision i didn't really think that much i was just in the pressure of it so when i got into engineering i thought okay this is what i'm going to do for a career this is what i'm going to do for life and so when i was i don't think i really liked it that much but i just resigned to it and then i was doing this internship in this one company and i was sitting in the company and i was just listening to bts on shuffle and the song called paradise came on so paradise it's a song that talks about how you know there's this whole race going on and you don't really need to you know participate in this if that's not what you want to do like people will always tell you to like be this way and be that way but it just matters if you're happy i mean that's the rough summary of it and i was just crying in like 2 minutes it just i was just i didn't even know i was i was just crying and then i reflected a lot about why that song made such an impact to me in that part of life and you won't believe me but a week later i told my mom that you know i really don't think i want to go on in this line and i told her the reasons why and so now i'm doing completely different like i left engineering behind i've graduated but my future plans are something completely disconnected from engineering so maybe maybe i would have eventually figured that out myself but you know it it mattered that they that message came across to me at a particular point in time and in the way that they say it in that song so i think yeah many many things like that like i owe a lot to their music and them as people i mean i think you can understand that they've impacted me a lot and like changed the way i think and changed how i go about life very much like i can't even talk about it in words it's 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 too much so yeah when life gives you lemons make lemonade or squeeze it in other people's eyes do something with it but doing something is so hard at times the next person member of the bts army that you're going to listen to gives us a life lesson of how when we do something about situations in life when we push ourselves to be inspired sometimes a little bit of luck follows its way to us say hi to shubhangi Bangi uh, so you're based out of Siliguri yes and uh, what do you do i am a teacher in a convent school i teach english literature and uh, you know how long have you been uh, teaching been almost i guess 5 years i'm in this profession and uh, if you don't mind me asking shubangi how old are you <laughs> uh, i'm 27 wow so you've been teaching since you were 22 years old yeah actually because of certain um, conditions like unavoidable circumstances i had to find a job soon after my graduation itself so like uh, i got a job in a very minor school i guess i actually entered as a librarian and then like they saw that i had certain qualities to manage the students well and teach as well shubhangi was born and brought up in siliguri she likes the place which comes under the state of West Bengal and is situated in the foothills of the Himalayas. It's not just the familiarity with the hometown that connects Shubhangi to this place, but also the beauty of it which manifests itself in different ways, like being surrounded by pristine hill stations like Darjeeling or the people of Siliguri, who she tells me are kind. No matter which place she travels to, her mind eventually finds its way back to Siliguri her compass back to home she has a mother and a younger brother 
Her dad passed away a few years ago, leaving behind responsibilities that Shubangi had to shoulder soon after graduating college. She desired to be a teacher, but there were not many opportunities open, and the urgent need to support her mother meant she had to compromise. Yeah, it, there was a post of librarian which was which was there in a school. I saw the ad in the newspaper that they required one. She applied and got through, even though the money wasn't great. and she also had to do a course to become a librarian but her heart lingered to teach i can almost imagine her frustration of being so close to the students and not being able to teach but she strived on and one day like one fine day one i guess one teacher was absent and i was as the substitute so i just went to the class and uh, like the children were telling ma'am i cannot understand this i cannot understand that of this particular chapter so it's like okay since i'm free then i'm just brushing you up with that so i started teaching them that chapter and like by guess by the fluke of luck i don't know the principal was passing by she was on round and she saw me so then she called me in her office that day itself and she told me that would you like to like would you like to teach and shubhangi's teaching career took off from there She's now left that school and teaches at a convent school. She's no longer a librarian, but a full-time teacher, which happened to fall in her lap. Some much more needed luck coming her way because another teacher quit and she grabbed that chance. BTS of course have helped along the way. Shubhangi has a wall full of BTS posters, she tells me. And the first thing she does in the morning is wish them good morning and sometimes have a nice day. BTS has helped her combat some inner conflicts even after getting the job she wanted there were issues that persisted i guess last year in the year 2019 in the month of july i was going through a very difficult phase of my life i was going through some kind of clinical depression and anxiety issues and i was very 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 it was a like mentally it was a extremely vulnerable phase for me going on i became very workaholic i remember i became very workaholic i uh, i once i felt very sick i was like i was suffering from a high fever and still i insisted that i will go to school because i didn't want to stay at home without work i knew if i like if if i was away from work then all these negative thoughts will again hover around my head and i will not be able to take that so diligently i used to work i used to overwork like i used to stay back and do uh, you know if the librarian needed any help or official staffs needed any help i used to do those works as well because i didn't i want i always wanted my mind to be occupied with work this is what happened and like it it worked as an escape for me i was very gr- grateful that i had the job i had my colleagues and all my children out there they were really though they didn't know about my condition but you know it happens when you see the children their smiling faces and everything uh, it just you know you just for a while also even if it is for a while you feel a little bit happy yeah so like that emptiness was there it's still there i won't say it's completely gone it's still there but ever since i stumbled on bts ever since i started listening to their music and i started knowing these guys i will not lie uh, at all to you that void started filling up it was during this phase that bts started having a bigger influence on shubhangi's life it was not so much their music 
but their story that Shubhangi could relate to. Like surviving, having things not going your way, being the underdog. To her, BTS resonated her life story. During that phase, I found, like, I just stumbled upon one video while randomly scrolling Facebook. It was a video of, it was a, uh, not a video, it was a documentary sort of, uh, of BTS, their journey from the year 2013 when they debuted till 2019. I saw that entire documentary and I was like, it just hit me out of the blue because these seven boys, they literally, they have had so much of hardships, like they had to face so much hatred, so much opposition from the entire world. And yet they did not give up. They did not give up uh, on their dreams or on their passion. They just stayed together, turning a bankrupt uh, company into a most profitable company in South Korea was not an easy job for these seven young boys. And I remember I cried that whole night during that phase for the first time I was I was like I was uh, able to let everything go I was able to relieve myself and I cried I I cried like hell so I so then I th- that's that's when the actual involvement started Shubhangi is now looking forward to her next goal next level she calls it a better paying job she's studying for it she has also found a good counsellor and is getting help. Be humble, be kind, be generous, be hardworking, follow your dreams, never leave your passion. Never leave your passion no matter how hard it gets. Don't throw yourself away. This is one line from Jimin's promise that he tells us that whenever, whatever days, whenever it gets hard, no matter how hard it gets, never throw yourself away. They have always instilled this in the fans that we are precious, we matter, which which never, no one told us. No one told us that, khud se pyaar karo pehle. Khud se pyaar karo, khud, khud ko pehle apnao, achche se. So nobody told us that before. So that is a very unique thing about this band. That's a very unique message that has that they have given out, which I am trying to practice in my life. And I would say I'm considerably happier, yes. Love is a concept that has been ingrained in us as something that we are all capable of but can use it only and only on others and hope, desperately hope at times, they use it on us. The realization that we can use it on ourselves is something many of us never realize. Well, that's slowly changing. BTS and their fans are testimony to that. These stories that you just heard are screaming for that. The question is, are you listening? Next episode of BTS in India podcast, we step into the craze and listen to a first-hand story of a fan who went to a BTS concert and the crazy journey of getting one of the most sought-after tickets in the world. All this and more in the next episode. I'm Shivam and this has been a Creators Journal production. Follow Creators on Instagram at creatorsjournal underscore podcast for bonus content and behind the scenes stories from the show. Link to the Instagram handle in the show notes.